This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Andrew. You just joined me on the call. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. Sister Yvonne. I'm hanging in there, Sister Yvonne. How you doing? You sound chipper. I tried to get better. God be with me this morning. Amen. Amen. We we will keep you lifted up. Cause cause we need we all need him today. We all need it. Amen. Amen. From for things seen and for things unseen. Because yeah. the enemy the the enemy's always trying to distract us, get inside our heads, make us doubt what the Bible tells us is truth that we already know. But he's going to try to blind our eyes and blur our vision to make it seem like, well, yeah, God said that, but in this situation, maybe not, maybe not now. But in God, the Bible tells us that there is no shadow of turning in the Lord. What he said, he said because he meant what he said. And it is as he said it. So, yeah, we we need him to, uh, the old folks in my church used to say in their prayers, God, you know, grab him by the strands of his mind, guide him where you need him. And so when, when the Lord does that, when we allow him to do that, we're, we're, in, good, we're, we're in good place. Amen. Good morning. It, it's a happy day to clear victory. My name's Andrew. Who just joined me on the call? Good morning. This is Priscilla. I just joined the call. Excellent, Priscilla. Happy Friday. Glad to hear mm-hmm. you. Same to you. <laughs> happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew. Who just joined us on the call? Someone else just chimed in. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Susie. Hey, happy Friday, Susie. Same to you, brother. We're just here waiting on the Lord to do what he does best. Amen. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord, by rock. Be not silent to me, lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications, and I cry unto thee. When I lift up my hands, Towards my holy oracle, draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors, 
Mischief is in the hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their desert. Because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands. He shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Andrew. The Lord is Good morning, Miss Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also. Lift them up forever. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew. You just joined me on the call. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew. Who just joined us on a call? Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, family. This is Pam. Good morning, Pam. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. It's JC. How's everyone doing? Hey, JC. Happy Friday. Was there anybody else? Hey, Brother Andrew and Mona. Good morning, my family. Good morning, Mona. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian, like a young unicorn. Voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve and discovereth the force. And in his temple doth everyone speaketh his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood. Yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew, and I'm happy to be here. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Jamila. Hey, Jamila. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you? I'm 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 good. I'm feeling strong today. Okay. Made it made made it through the week. Yes. And whether it was physical, whether it was mental, whether it was job-related, or just 
you felt weary, if you made it to this Friday, it's a good day. Right, right. Yes, yes, I agree. Amen. Good morning, morning. This is Barbara out of Lodi. God bless. Happy Friday, Barbara out of Lodi. Glad to be in the number one more time. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee. Thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O saints, his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name's Andrew. Who's joined me on the call? Well, according to the time, it's about time we got started with the business at hand. So I'm going to ask everyone under the sound of my voice, please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone and activate the mute feature. As the word of the Lord goes forth, it is due all honor and glory and our attention. So any ambient noise, background distractions, are not going to be what we want to hear. We want to hear the word of the Lord. So please, ma'am, please, sir, make sure your mute feature stays activated until we're instructed to come off mute. Good morning, everyone. My name is Andrew, and I'm your host for the morning. Thank you for joining us here to Clear Victory. Who are we? This is exactly who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and endure, and equip you in your walk with Christ. And we want you to enjoy the trip, because the trip is beautiful. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for the monthly theme entitled, Open Heaven is Upon Us. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and the heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit us at www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. Secondly, please join us this evening for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling the same number. The title of the call is Broken But Healed. There were no online prayer requests on our app. But there are certain prayers that we need to carefully consider and continue to lift before the throne of our God. We need to pray for the children in all capacities, those going to school, those being protected on the way to 
school, that they be protected in school from any hurt, harm, or danger brought upon them by the enemy, that they be fed, that they not be shamed if they have no money to eat, that their minds be open and unencumbered to learn and to grow strong before the Lord and his people. We need to lift the first responders. We need to lift those in hospice care, those that are unsaved, those that are incarcerated with iron bars or mental barriers. We need to, the, we need to lift those who are without hope, that are lonely, scared. We need to lift the government officials that the Lord move and remind them that they are but men. We need to lift those who, like Sister Julia, are on the front lines of helping those that are most vulnerable. These and those that are mourning and hundreds of others with thousands of reasons need the help of our Father God and we need to keep them on our minds and hearts. The order of the call is as follows. The declaration this morning will be brought by Dion. Leading prayer and corporate prayers will be our brother Jeff. That order once again. Declaration will be rendered by Dion. Leading prayer and corporate worship will be done by brother Jeff. Immediately following, we will go into our love, life, and victory section where Dion will further instruct us and enlighten us with her wisdom. Scripture for today is Revelations chapter 4, verse 1. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice in which I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking to me, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after these things. The Lord had a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Again, please check your phones and make sure the mute feature is activated, depressed, and ongoing so that the word of the Lord can accomplish what it will. Next voice you hear will be that of Dion. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Dion, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. We're going to give her just a minute in case he's experiencing technical difficulty. Oh, you, I'm sorry. Amen, 
Hey man, can you hear me now? Uh, you're you're coming in low, but barely. Okay, hold on one second. I'm sorry. How about now? Is now better? Much better. Okay, awesome. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning. I was just talking away, and I forgot that I had muted myself on the board. So forgive me for that brief delay. Um, again, good morning and happy Friday to each and every one of you guys. Um, praying that all is well with you. I have a couple of really quick prayer requests before we get started. Brother E.K. was actually supposed to share this morning, and he was admitted to the hospital on yesterday. So if you guys would be mindful, keep him lifted in prayer. And also, if you would, if you could, please, ma'am, please, sir, will you save DeMarie's name for me? Amen. We're praying to get uh, the right formula for him to to be able to thrive without a bunch of interruptions. And it's just a matter of the process. Nevertheless, um, to God be the glory for the things that he consistently does. Um, I yet press and trust his process in spite of um, and regardless to um, any and everything else. I believe God. Amen. Um, I posted something in the victory room on yesterday um, just with regard to the event that uh, our dear brother Philip Watson plans, um, or this is his second second time doing so. Somebody needs to mute your phone for me. I can hear you kind of shuffling in the background, if you will. If you would be kind enough to to check and double check your phones for me. Amen. Thank you. Um, and for those of you that are going, um, we need a head count as soon as possible. Space is, you know, normally people say space is limited. No, space is really limited. It's not like a big, um, big, robust conference. It is very intimate. That means first come, first serve. So, um, if, in fact, you do have plans to go, we need to know as soon as possible as we are attempting to rent rooms and get everything situated. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Um, so this morning, um, I'm going to share a little bit more about the trading floor. Um, the trading floor, it is a lot of information. Um, there are a lot of scriptures. Um, there, it's it's really um, kind of a, a swap in language, so a swap in vernacular, a swap in mindset, a swap in thought process, um, an exchange from your will, your desires, your plans to his. So um, we're going to go a little bit more in depth in that, and then I will go further into it on um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday kind of combined with the teachings, I am pretty sure that by the time this here month of October ends, um, some things are going to be different in our lives. By the, by the time this month is complete, some things will have happened um, in the eyes of our understanding that will empower us 
to move into the great and into the deep that God is calling us to so that we can live um, a more liberated life. But more than that, so that we have the power um, to impact culture. Um, I was speaking to to Philip this morning, and tomorrow at 3 a.m., him and multiple additional prayer warriors and or intercessors are going to the heart of the city of Chicago to go and lay hands on the ground where the city first began. That's what you call the trading floors. That's what you call creating culture. I believe that we are all designed and created. There's something on the inside of each of us uh, that will help us to impact and or to create culture. And so I'm really excited if you guys would lift him up in prayer um, just during your, your worship time or whatever. If you would just say my friend's name out loud. You talk about uh, a world changer. I'm just grateful to God. I told him this morning, I'm just grateful you're mine. How about that? Amen. And so the beginnings of the teaching is going to come from Ezekiel. And again, whoever that is um, that is still not muted, it would be super nice if you would take the time to mute your phone. I, I think I'm going to have to stop for a second because my dog is cutting up, and I'm not really sure why. He's usually pretty chill, but something is bothering him. I think I better pay attention. Amen. Ezekiel 28, uh, 16, verse 16 and 18. Ezekiel 28, verse 16 through verse 18. Um, and again, this morning there are going to be a, a bunch of scriptures because, like I say all the time, I don't want you to think I'm just making something up. I don't want you to think that I've just uh, found it in my heart to create us a doctrine. Um, that's that's not the truth. This This is um, has been being taught for many, many years. It's just like when uh, some, something about how Jesus opens the eyes of your understanding and changes the way uh, that you even seek him, uh, he will allow you to begin to walk into some of the mysteries that are talked about. Now, this talks about money and materialism. Give me, give me one second. This dog is really doing the fool. Okay. I don't know why. One second. Amen. I'm sorry. Again, Ezekiel 28, 16, uh, 16 through 18, and I'm going to read it for your hearing, and we're still going to give that one person that has not found their mute feature um, just a moment to do so. Um, so it says, by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroy you. O covering ch cherub from the midst of the fiery stones, your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Your corruption, 
You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor, and I cast you to the ground. I lay you before kings that they might graze you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquities of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. I devoured you, and I turned you into ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. Um, now, this particular passage of scripture, don't freak out because this is not a doom and a gloom message by any stretch of the imagination. Um, this is a conversation about the king of Tyre who robbed God's temple. And what he, used, what he did was he used the gold to build a trading city. Right, and so uh, he was a Baal worshiper, an idolater, um, and and what they did was they traded for idolatry and fertility, sensuality, and they even committed uh, um, child sacrifices in that time. So it's always important to know the topography or the history of a place or a thing. Somebody still needs to mute their phone for me. Um, if somebody is watching the board, if you can grab that, I'm not sure where it's coming from, and I can't read and watch simultaneously. Um, this this was, of course, talking about money. He took temple gold and built a trading city with it. Um, he was operating from a mentality of poverty and feeling like he could solve all his problems by building something to buy, trade, and sell in a specific location. Uh, so how do you know that you're dealing with or suffering from a poverty mentality? Well, what I've discovered um, is that there's always a fear that you will not have enough. Right, there's always a fear that you will lack or you're never satisfied with that which you have. You're not trusting that God is a God of great provision. Um, I can say um, most earnestly that there's a difference between being uh, broke and being poor. There's a difference between having um, a lack and having a need. Lack is the things, uh, are the things that you don't have that you feel like you want. Having a need is the basics of being sustained or, um, or having uh, a, a mindset or an idea or an identity or being able to relate with um, just the basics not being provided. As a believer, there are certain things that we ought to be clear about as it relates to the courts of heaven. When you take the time to move from your ideas or understanding or perception of a thing, and you exchange or you trade that for knowing without a shadow of a doubt that God has to keep his word, how you feel about your immediate circumstance begins to be uh, transitioned into truth. That's the exchange that has to happen in the heart of anyone um, 
who desires to get to a place where you can physically touch heaven. We touch heaven when, uh, like the woman with the issue of blood, she touched heaven when all of her resources, when she was operating out of a, a poverty mindset, operating out of a place of pride, operating out of a place of her provision, uh, when her provision was exhausted, exacerbated, she then remembered that there had to be something, um, and this is before uh, the gospel had been preached all over the earth, there was an innate something on the inside of her that knew that there was something, someone that could get to her what she needed, right? And so uh, it's operating from a poverty mentality when whenever I buy today and pay tomorrow, uh, when, you, when we're in, in debt, so when we are not um, being responsible with our finances and with our funds, that we, we take out a whole bunch of credit to accommodate, to meet our primary or our basic needs, uh, it means that we're not trusting God for provision. If you're getting constant payday loans, if you're uh, borrowing money from here and borrowing money from there, I remember a season where... Um, I was freaking myself out every time the first of the month rolled around, uh, especially when I was not in a position to work consistently. Uh, I, I was uh, finding myself asking what, and, and this will this will probably uh, bring something to mind for Tanya. I was like, what is it? What am I missing? It was the moment uh, of God removing any type of, uh, and I'll use this word, iniquitous. Uh, or historical uh, poverty mentality mindset. It was him demonstrating to me what it looks like to not trust him for provision, right? So I buy today and I pay tomorrow. So if you got 22 credit cards, you have a poverty mentality. If you're going to get payday loans every uh, uh, two weeks and you are behind a pay period, you have a poverty mentality. You've not laid hold of the truth of what the trading floor is. When we give our lives, uh, he who, whoever loves his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life will gain it. We have to understand uh, and know what it means to release our old thought processes, our old mentality, our own ideas associated with money to God. We have to get to that place. Um, you, you know you have a poverty mentality when you pay a portion of your tithe. Okay, Lord, I'm going to give you this part right now and then next month. I'm going I'm to catch up. Right? I'm going I'm to I'm pay you back uh, a, a little bit more when I get some more money, Jesus, right? You know you have a poverty mentality when you do not trust God to give him your tithe and not miss it, right? I know that made, that made somebody uncomfortable. <laughs> um, when you don't give an offering. Now, I didn't set this up. These, these aren't even my notes. These are my study <laughs> These are my study notes. This is not a setup. And this whole teaching is not about lies. Uh, just, just so you clear. And this whole teaching is also not about just money. Um, so you know, don't don't hang up thinking I'm trying to hoodwink you into sending me something. That this is not the point. This is really to help you identify what it looks like to be on the trading floors 
financially. This is what will help us to break financial curses in our lives. I'm, I'm very excited um, about seeing the evidence of becoming free um, as we begin to move forward and come out of our poverty mindsets and walk into the truth of God's provision. Okay, I, I gotta find this noise. Give me, give me one second, y'all. Amen. Um, okay, thank you. All right. Um, and so now, there you also have a poverty mentality. Get this: when you pay your tithes off of your uh, net instead of your gross. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't, you don't look at the whole dollar amount. You only pay it on the part that you actually receive. The truth is you received it all. Um, but if you are paying tithes on your net and not your gross, uh, there's a possibility you might have uh, a poverty mentality. When you control your own tithes, when you rob God to meet your own needs, <laughs> when you still cheat, Falsified documentation, dodge taxes, do not work your full hours. <laughs> when you gamble, it means that you may have a problem with trusting uh, uh, God's provision for your life. When you know you suffer or struggle with materialism, right? Uh, whenever you use things to meet a spiritual or a, an emotional need, are you addicted to shopping? Right? Do you do you have a shopping habit when you feel bad or when you're depressed or are suffering from anxiety? Uh, do you buy clothes, chocolate, ice cream, uh, candy? Do you do you do do things that will create for you discomfort? Right? Um, it it is super important that you start to identify these things. Right, so you are using gold from God's temple to build your own trading system. Yikes! All right. Um, now, the the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel married Jehoram, right? The son of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, right? And this introduces into the kingdom uh, of of worship of Baal. Right after the great revolution, by which Jehu seated himself on the throne of Samaria, right? She killed all of the members of the royal family of Judah who had escaped his sword. That's Second Kings, Second Kings eleven and one. And you guys, you can read that in your own time. Um, from the slaughter of one infant named Joash, right? And, and now, mind you, this was the youngest son of Ahazai, right? This was rescued from his aunt, Jehoshaphat's wife of Jehoadi, that's Second Chronicles 23 and 11, the high priest. And then Second Chronicles 24 and 6, the child was brought up under Jehoadi's care and concealed in the temple for six years during which that period um, there was a reign over Judah, right? At that length of time, it was, it was so that the, the king could 
produced lawful right or lawful reign of having access. So she went through and had everybody killed. But by the grace of God, this this one baby actually lived. And so, right, so now now we're dealing with what's called the kingly seed. Jezebel's daughter or sister-in-law married the king of Judah, tried to control the future seed by killing all the possible heirs. But one lived, right? This was this had to do with the political system or the uprising of authority. This was of the Baal worshipers, and they were dealing with idolatry again, fertility, sensuality, child sacrifices, right? And after that, you'll see the kingly seed and the future inheritance. So again, this ties to lineage, bloodline, that, that word that we talked about, iniquities, which is different than sin or transgression, because it deals with the historical sins of forefathers. And so um, this was done to gain political control. So that's where we hear that, that phrase, uh, she's a Jezebel. And for many years, we've had that whole idea um, twisted and thinking that it meant a fast girl. No, 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 no. Jezebel is a spirit of control and domination. Uh, Jezebel has a, a, an influence of political corruption an influence of um, uh, not just control, but control in such a way that, that they want to use their influence to dominate uh, a culture, dominate a region, or dominate uh, a body of people, um, almost like a, um, uh, Andrew know this word, I, I, I was going to say a democracy, but that's not what I was, uh, uh, not even a monopoly. Andrew, what's that word? You know what I'm looking for. I know you do. Um, either way it goes, th this was the beginning. Monarchy. Yes, a monarchy. Thank you. Um, this is the beginning of of a whole monarchy system being put in place. And so if you've ever been to a church uh, and you know that X, Y, Z can't happen unless so-and-so say, or if you've ever been in a leadership meeting and the person that's not in charge um, uh, a person that's not in charge is the one with all the influence. I want you to get it in your mind. Uh, I, I've had moments where I've gone into meetings and what I will experience, I may, I may be talking to the leader, but there may be somebody sitting off to the side that as I make a statement, everybody looks to this other person and not the leader. Right. So uh, uh, those those kingly systems or those uh, monarchy systems are put in place to keep uh, authority at bay. Right. So Jezebel's daughter, sister, sister-in-law, married to king of Judah, tried to control future seed by killing all possible heirs and creating a different political system and or an uprising in authority, right? So again, those bill worshipers, whatever, whenever you say uh, things like, I'm not good enough, or I can't do this because of your past, or whenever somebody says to you, you can't do this, or you can't do that because of your past, you may be dealing with a Jezebelic spirit. Whenever you don't receive affirmation because of your past life, or you're, uh, you find yourself consistently approval seeking or uh, being put in a place where you feel like you need to be approved of. Whenever you pray, uh, trade a present moment for a future thought, 
a present moment, when you exchange a present moment for a future thought or you exchange a present moment for a historical thought, you may be dealing with some Jezebelic strongholds, right? Um, whenever you submit to a familiar spirit in an agreement, uh, when there are lies in, in the agreement and you know and you can feel it and, and it's looming, um, it means that perhaps you're struggling with identity issues, right? Whenever you don't accept the sonship of God, right? Whenever you don't recognize or realize that you are an heir of God and somebody around you is attempting to influence you into thinking something other than you are an heir, a joint heir with Christ. Jeremiah 20 and 10, for I have heard the whispering of many, terror on every side, denounce him. Yes, let us denounce him. All my uh, uh, familiars watching for my fall say perhaps he will be deceived so that we may not prevail against him and take our revenge on him. That's just a scripture to let you know when we talk about renunciations or denouncing or coming out of agreement, I don't ever want you to think I'm just making it up. It is in the word. And so some of us um, have to repent just for those unknown things where we were under a Jezebelic or a controlling spirit. It could be an authority figure. It could be a parental figure under whatever circumstance. Um, these things have to do with identity. Uh, one of the things that I've discovered as I've grown in um, the knowledge of the things of Christ is that it is my responsibility to know who I am 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. Um, and, and it is not the easiest thing to do when you have an agenda. It's not the easiest thing to do when you have an idea in mind and you can't release your idea to embrace or accept God's idea. That's the trade in this case. The trade is I don't need approval. I don't need affirmation. I don't need you to clarify that I am who I am. The word of God says that I am great without your affirmation. I am great without your approval. I am great without you giving me consent or permission to be great. And that is a clear indicator of sonship, right? Sonship. And so I, I remember a time anybody other than me uh, have a parent where I could walk into a room and feel my mother's anxiety or feel her dissatisfaction with something or feel um, her being frustrated uh, with something else on the outside. But one of the things um, that helped me to identify that was the spirit of discernment. Uh, before I even knew what it was, I could tell uh, a disposition of a person when I walked in the room. I just didn't know how to operate it in it just yet. But have you ever been in a place where uh, you, you walk into a room and you can feel the conspiracy. You can feel people conspiring uh, or speaking ill of you or in your direction. Uh, that That is uh, one of the presences or the indicators of walking into a Jezebelic atmosphere. Um, whenever you accept instant gratification, then future blessings Right, Esau sold his birthright. That was evidence of that. He took what he wanted in the moment 
uh, and and gave it in exchange for a bowl of stew. Listen, right? So familiars defame your identity, and they rob you of your authority. Right, familiar spirits have a tendency to rob you or defame you of your identity and rob you of your authority. I don't know about you, but when I walk in a room, I want to know uh, that because the word of God says that I was given dominion in the earth and created to subdue a thing, I want to be able to walk in the room with my full access to authority. Uh, that has everything to do with accepting, understanding, and embracing your sonship over anything in Jezebelic nature, being able to rightly divide that as truth, right? So uh, when you think about something like, uh, and, and I'll use this as an example, pardon me if I offend any of our Masons or Eastern stars, but uh, Masonic um, belief systems are a trading floor, right? They are a very broad trading floor, and the history of it, and I won't go all into it, um, are, are huge barriers in especially African-American communities um, simply because it is a place of authority. It is a place of brotherhood. There are systems designed uh, to create uh, kind of the Jezebelic influence, whether or not you know it, um, that that in and of itself has much to do with some of the strongholds that people are dealing with that they don't even realize, and I didn't realize it. Um, the reality is we don't know what we didn't know until we know it, right? So every now and then we'll run into people who give us promises or suggest uh, that we would have influences. A lot of that has to do with familial curses, uh, the curses of your, your forefathers or your ancestors, those things that create trading floors that keep us in places of lack of identity, lack of authority, and bondage. Now, um, the whole Jezebelic idea um, is is often tackled, but not really, um, you don't really find that people will do a whole bunch about it because uh, it requires a different level of warfare, right? That's another trading floor is where we have the ability to war in the spirit for things that are going on in the natural. It is our responsibility um, to know, again, our legal rights and our legal access to a thing. If you read in Kings, the 16th chapter, um, there are lots of scriptures for, for Kings in and of itself. I'm going to... Um, I'll list these scriptures in the Victory Room. If anybody is not in the Victory Room and you want to have more information or access to these scriptures, make sure the person that invited you to the call adds you to the Victory Room. Right, so the, the meaning of Jezebel in and of itself, right, a heartless woman uh, with a bloody history believed uh, the name that she bore. For Jezebel in itself means chaste, free, from carnal uh, connection, but by nature, she was a most uh, illicit woman. She was uh, voluptuous with all of the, um, the external appearances or arts of, of uh, wanton women, which is what the word says or what the, the description says. Thus, uh, no name could have been more inappropriate for such a despised female. So the word Jezebel means chase, 
right? Now, that's when you start dealing with manipulation, control, domination, witchcraft, right? She was the daughter of Ichabar. So you'll hear the words Ichabus or Succubus. Um, and again, they're all derived from the city Tyre, married to the king of Israel. Um, she controlled the entire religious system, right? Um, so, so that's where we talked about the emotional control, um, the religious control, the political control in religious systems. Right, um, the the succubus is where you off, are offered a future position um, for silent cooperation. Yikes! Right, right. So when when you 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 find yourself whining or complaining to get your way or to have what it is that you want, you'll also see some type of promiscuity connected to it. In in many cases, kind of like. Um, Sabrina always corrects me when I say this, uh, histrionic. Uh, I usually say historionic because I'm a little hood like that. Uh, <laughs> but, but when you use your substance to alter a mood, alter, so, so in other words, it is, it is um, emotional or intellectual, spiritual um, manipulation, right? Um, and you will see, or blackmail, things of that nature. And I know y'all asking, what, what is all of this? Why are you teaching us all of this when we're talking about open heavens? Because when you begin to pray, when you begin to ask God to unveil things to you um, in an effort to get not just yourself free, but your family free, there are things that are going to come up in the spirit. And if you've never heard it, you don't even know where to look. You don't know where to begin. Um, you don't know how to start doing the digging that we're talking about. So for me, I had to personally deal with the Jezebelic stuff um, that, that is historically in my bloodline. My grandmother had a very strong spirit of control. She could influence a crowd. My grandmother prided herself. Uh, you know how in the old Baptist church, honey, they have them um, them contests and stuff, and stuff like that, right, with, from state to state where you pay your assessments and your dues. Well, my grandmother would always win. She was responsible for her state. My grandmother was a very influential woman. And if she said something wasn't going down, listen, she could pull some stuff together and shut it down, like in real life. So you got to know what's in your bloodline. Um, so if, if you deal with money stuff, if you are, are not, um, if you're not financially solid or sound, if you're not a good steward, you need to hear the vernacular that goes with that. If you know you deal with uh, manipulation and control and you uh, potentially have witchcraft stuff in your background, you need to know so that when you begin to pray, you can actually dig up and pull out some of that stuff. Some of y'all got some uncles uh, and some, some aunties that did some hideous stuff and it may be great, great, great. You may hear some wives' tales from uh, your grandparents or your great-grandparents that tell some things um, about your history that when, in fact, um, you're praying, you need to know about it. Some of y'all, and, and we'll talk a little, bit, a little bit more on the other side because there are a couple of other indicators that I want to be able to give you, but I cannot get this. Is, it's a lot of information. I can't give it all to you today, so I'll deal with it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because as we begin to go to the court 
and you begin to prepare your case, if you go in armed with scripture uh, when you're presenting your case and you can address specific bloodline things, listen, you have to be absolved exonerated and liberated from those charges they can't be held against you any further so this morning we just tackled the primary two um or i should say the beginning two and that's uh that that whole trading of the tire mentality right so that's the easy field 28 16 and 18 right and then we dealt with, now that's all dealing with materialism and money and financially, um, being financially astute and exchanging even how you feel about how money gratifies you and not trusting provision. The second uh, was the, the Jezebel mentality. That's manipulation, control, uh, creating systems or um, systems designed to keep people at bay or to, um, hoodwink folks right so so those are the two we'll tackle this morning and we talk a little bit about it on the other side of the call uh right after brother jeff prays so brother jeff i will hand it to you on that note amen hallelujah thank you oh jesus hallelujah good morning god the father good morning holy spirit oh thank you lord god Another day, another opportunity, Lord God, to cry out to you, Lord God. Another day to lift up our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, uh, for what we receive, Lord God, uh, when we repent, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for what we receive, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. When we identify, Lord God, our struggles and our issues, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that we may bring them to the throne of grace, Lord God, oh, that we may bring them, Lord God, to the altar, Lord God, that we may repent, Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for the power, Lord God, and the freedom, Lord God, that we receive, oh, hallelujah, Lord God when we repent, Lord God. So, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, I repent, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God, for all of my sins, Lord God. Lord God, I repent, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for my slowfulness, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, for the teachings, Lord God, that we receive, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Victory, Lord God. Victory. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you for reminding us of all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. So, Lord God, we say we thank you, Lord God, for the teachings, Lord God, that we receive here on this prayer line. Declare victory, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Where we're impacted, Lord God, we're empowered, Lord God, to pray your word over our lives today, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. We give thanks this morning, Lord God, for the breath of life, Lord God, that flows through our lungs, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. You woke us up at our right minds this morning, Lord God, with our hearts and minds. Focus on you this morning, Lord God, 6 a.m., Lord God, to connect, Lord God, to reverence you, Lord God, to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus! 
we cry out to you, Lord God. Jesus! Oh, we give glory to you, Lord God. Jesus! Oh, thank you, God the Father. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your word wherein that it tells us, Lord God, that you have given unto us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Everything we need, Lord God, that ah, pertains to life and godliness, Lord. It's already done, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. So we say thank you, Lord God, for the teachings, Lord God, that we're receiving, Lord God. Hey, that is stretching us, Lord God, that is allowing us, Lord God, to grow. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. As we seek the kingdom of heaven first, Lord God, and this righteousness, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. So that you may add all things unto us, Lord God. Victory, Lord God. We declare victory, Lord God. Of a hallelujah, Lord God. We speak your word over our lives today, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hey, forgive us, Lord God, for being slow, Lord God. Hey, to study. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. To study your word, Lord God. You command us, Lord God. You direct us, Lord God. You tell us, Lord God, to study. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, to study your word, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, hey, to give thanks for our bloodline, Lord God, for our grandchildren, Lord God. Cover the children, Lord God. Cover our young adult children, Lord God. Cover our teenagers, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to, to give thanks, Lord God, and lift up our marriages to you as well, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for the institution of marriage, Lord God. Bless our marriages today, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to become one, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we repent. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We repent, Lord God, for being slowful, Lord God, to do your will, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up our neighborhoods and our communities to you, Lord God. We pray, hey, hallelujah, Lord God, your protection, Lord God, hey, influence, Lord God, over our communities, Lord God, over our churches, Lord God, over our cities, Lord God. Oh, so hallelujah, Lord God. So this morning, Lord God, I lift up the city of Oakland to you this morning, Lord God. Hey, rebuke the, hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Rebuke the, hey, hallelujah, Lord God. That dynamic influence, hey, hallelujah, that clouds over this city, Lord God. Hey, this city, Lord God, we're taking for you, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. One soul at a time, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Well, I lift up high, uh, Bishop Bob Jackson to you this morning, Lord God. Act for God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Come, hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God for covering us, Lord God. Yes, Lord, every minister, every evangelist, Lord God, every prophetess, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, I lift them up to you, Lord God. I pray you, hey, you're covering your protection over them, Lord God, as they minister to your people, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord God. Pour back into them, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, I said, now they high. Pour back into them, Lord God. Hey, as they minister, to, hey, hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. 
to your people, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to I pray for this nation, Lord God, the United States of America, Lord God. Hey, draw us to, hey, as a nation, back to repentance, Lord God. Uh, hey, hallelujah, Lord God, this nation. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Bless this nation, Lord God. Bless this nation, Lord God. The saints are praying, Lord God. The saints are praying, Lord God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. That we, we this nation return, Lord God. That it repents, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. That it, hey, Christian values, Lord God, which this nation, Lord God, was founded on, Lord God. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God. No matter what it looks like, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the White House, Lord God. We believe and we trust in you, Lord God. Knowing that you are in control, Lord God. Hallelujah. You are the creator, Lord God. Of all things, Lord God. You created it. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up the military. Hallelujah, Lord God. That protect this nation's borders, Lord God. Hey, our family members, Lord God, that are serving in the military, Lord, abroad, Lord God. Hey, we pray your protection and covering over them as well, Lord God. Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for, hey, a fresh anointing, Lord God, for filling us, Lord God, with the Holy Ghost. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Empowers us, Lord God. Uh, to be a representative, hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the power, Lord God, to live that holy and sanctified life, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God, for taking us, Lord God, to another level, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we are able to go deeper, Lord God, in you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for revelational knowledge, Lord God, that we receive the teachings, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord God. Jesus, so much to be grateful for. So as of now, we collectively, Lord God, we collectively, Lord, hey, open up our mouths, Lord God. And hallelujah. Give you hallelujah. Okay, take our phones off you. Thank 
Kandarada. Just use your language. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
when he wants to speak to us. And so I have a feeling this morning, as we begin to delve into the trading floors, uh, that he wants to take us into a place where he starts to reveal our hearts to ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's just just wait in his presence for a moment. I sense that he wants to say some things to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can somebody mute your phone for me, please? Mute your phone for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Now we just want to hear something from you. Uh, if you know, like I know, you'll grab a pen and a piece of paper. Just in case he wants to give you some instruction in the quiet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We we just honor God this morning and we thank him this morning for always being relevant. Um, I'm grateful to be surrounded by folks that, that seek his presence and not just his hand this morning. Amen. So um, hey, Dion, um, before yes. we shift to the good morning, sure. this is Tanya. Sure. Good morning, everybody. Before we shift, um, just before you uh, made that um, request for the quiet, I, I heard the Lord. I believe I heard the Lord. Um, there is someone on the call that either wants reassurance or wants to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2 and 4, that we have been experiencing here of late. Um, if you are someone who wants to be reassured, if you are someone you can hear or you can feel it, but you don't, you have not had the confidence yet, something, there is a block. Um, if if you are that person, um, now is your time to speak, uh, and we will help you as we've helped um, several on the call. 
one last appeal. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying. Okay. Who is this speaking? This is Priscilla. Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla. Hi. Um, so what I'm... So um, just to explain, um, there are people um, who have um, desired to be filled with the Holy Spirit according to Acts 2 and 4, um, where um, the Holy Spirit, um, well, first of all, in Acts 1 and 8, um, Jesus talked about, he told the disciples to go and tarry, to go and wait for the Holy Spirit because he was going to come. He was going to yes. send the comforter. They were going to be yes. filled with the Holy Spirit. And so then in Acts 2 and 4, um, when the Bible talks in, talks about the, there were um, cloven tongues of fire that were over their head and they began to speak in right. tongues. That's what I'm talking about. So, um, and I believe we went through, yeah, we did with you, if I'm not mistaken. So I was asking if anybody on the call they, they can hear the language. They can hear a language, but they cut it off they, because of fear or whatever the case may be. They can hear it or they can feel something bubbling up inside um, and they don't, they're not quite sure what it is. And so they cut it off. They don't, they don't allow the Holy Spirit to speak through them. That's what I'm talking about. Got it. Here, okay, I got it. I understand. Okay. okay. Um, so I'll just make one more appeal. Maybe that was a little that was a little clearer for you if you did not know. Uh, and then I don't want to uh, belabor the time. I want us to be able to get into love, life, and victory. But I wanted to extend the invitation um, because the the Holy Spirit is very very important, especially with what we've been talking about um, here lately. Um, especially when it comes down to um, being quiet and asking Him to help you through some of these processes that we've been talking about. So, Dion, I'm going to give the call back to you. Amen. Um, so, so this is one of those moments where you begin to ask the Lord for clarity. We're going we're gonna to skip over the good mornings. Our good mornings will be uh, with our comments and our questions. Um, I'm just going to obey the Holy Spirit right up in here. I don't want to interrupt the flow of the call because this may be a pinnacle moment for somebody who is seeking um, that place of freedom that you are unsure of how to get to. One of the things um, that I was um, compelled to do during the course of this going through this teaching and this training was uh, learning how to sit in quiet, right? So, you know, in usually in church, we don't talk much about meditation. Um, because people are afraid of transcendental meditation, which is something totally different than what we're talking about here. We're talking about meditating on the word of God, uh, the will of God, and the ways of God to get to a place of freedom and liberty. And so with that said, what you learn how to do is sit in God's presence and wait for his promises to be reiterated on the inside, it's that place where you kind of ask yourself, am I tripping or did I hear what I just heard, right? It's the place where he begins to reveal to you, uh, it, it could be a, a number of things. It could be places where you've been violated. It could be places where you need reassurance. It could be places where you need uh, clarity. Um, and, and it could even be some stuff that is extremely unfamiliar because it's not your sin per se. It is an iniquity. It is a bloodline scenario. Um, 
And so what, what we'll do in this time is ask if anyone during the prayer or our quiet time actually heard something specific that God was pulling you into addressing. Anyone? Yes, good morning. This is Cynthia. I heard the Lord pull me in or speak to me very plainly to trust me, daughter. Amen. 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 That's good. That's good. Um, trust him for provision. Trust him for um, understanding. Trust him for growth and development. Trust him with your children. Trust him uh, with your finances and resources. Trust him even with your capacity. Trust him with your intellect. Hallelujah. Very good, Cynthia. Thank you for sharing in your transparency. Anyone else? That's exactly what I was about to say, too. Um, I was just saying that. I literally wrote it down when you said be quiet, and um, and that's what I wrote down, that I, I want you to really trust me with everything. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I heard. That's exactly what I heard. I just trust me with Hallelujah. everything. Everything. Confirmation. Stop trying to change me. Stop trying to short me thinking I don't see it. Stop trying to, right. you know what I mean? Stop playing. Mm-hmm. I see all. And I still mm-hmm. love you. I still love mm-hmm. you, but I need you. Oh. Yeah. It was clear today, y'all. I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Father, I just start thanking them because that's such a blessing to reassure me that I love you in spite of all that, but I need you to trust me. Yeah. With, with, I can see you, you, you thinking you're getting away with it, but you're not. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, God, Mama. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Good stuff. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Hi, this is Pam. The Lord was telling me, I love you. He just kept saying, mm. I love you. Mm-hmm. And I was That's saying, good. I love you too, but I was kept, I said, <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. And he, he told me he loves me. That's some good stuff. Isn't it good to know that the Father loves us? He loves us beyond our capacity. He loves us beyond our intellect. He loves us even beyond our understanding. Glory to God. Thank you for that, Tammy. Anybody else? Now, this is for somebody who is not a talker on the call. Um, and and somebody that is still finding their footing in being certain of whether or not they heard God. Um, Today, we we want to build your confidence. Somebody who may never have said anything at all, ever. Uh, I I, I sense that God said something very specific and direct, and you're uncomfortable about what he said, may not even understand it. Uh, If that's you, will, will you share? Will you have the courage to share? The word of God says, be strong and courageous consistently. Right. And on top of that, he says, fear not. So don't we, we don't. This is not a place of judgment. We don't got nothing to say about anything. It may, may have been something corrective, whatever it is. Will you have the courage to share this morning? I can feel you. Hello. Good morning. This is Dondria's sister, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Thank good God. morning. Sis. Good morning. I've been listening for what three months since July. <laughs> <in> July. 
and I had uh, I knew you were there. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. It's Go been ahead, a please. really blessing, 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 changing my life. And um, mm-hmm. I'm a talker, so he told me to listen. <laughs> so just mm-hmm. listening my life now, you know, changed mm-hmm. my life by doing something, listening, and he's setting me free if I just listen. Hallelujah. Well, I thank you uh, for sharing, and I thank God for your liberty this morning. I thank you um, for your obedience and answering the call, and I believe that God is going to bless you specifically for that because you could have remained silent. And so we are grateful to have you, sis, and um, we are praying um, that God, that he do a quick work in your life. I'm believing that he's going to do something speedily uh, for you because you are thirsty. Hallelujah. He is, he is right now um, just filling you and, um, and growing you up and pulling you into the deep things of the knowledge of Christ for your family, for your bloodline. This is, this is way bigger than just you. Amen. He is going to use you in your region uh, to do some things in your bloodline. So I'm excited. I'm Thank excited you. This has you. been a blessing. I, I love victory in Christ. I've been, I mean, declare victory. I've been on here and just listening. And you're an awesome, radical <laughs> midwife. Amen. So, and Amen. all of you guys are so, Nice speaking with you. Amen. Nice speaking with you too, sis. Great to hear your sound. I can't wait to hear the shift in your sound. You'll you'll get to know that a little bit better the longer you're around. Amen. 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 As we say all the time, keep going and keep coming. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Anybody else? Anybody have any questions? Um, I want to just kind of give a more of a blanket statement about what this whole trading thing is. And, and I'll give you guys some additional supporting scriptures. Because like I say all the time, do not take my word for it. I don't need you to do that. Uh, I, I do not have any desire uh, to be credited for the truth of God's word because it is what it is. What it T-I-Z is, my grandma would say. Hallelujah. Hey, Dion. For me, when I initially heard it, uh, mm-hmm. the song that popped up in my mind was, I'm trading my sorrow. Right. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. So right. it's not something that is unfamiliar. It's right. it's what is happening is is that God is get, is putting vernacular or language to some of the things again that we've been doing because we've been let but no but without a full understanding of why it's so important. One of the most major th- and it's about changing the language. We we've been saying it even here on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, we just said it differently when somebody would say, "Well, you know, I was died. You know, I got." Uh, diabetes, or I got high blood high blood pressure, or I can't do, we would challenge them to change their language. And we would challenge them not to own it. That is a form of trading, right? So, so the biggest trade, though, was when Jesus laid down his life 
for our sin. That was like one of the biggest trades that took place. So for the persons or the people that are trying to wrap their mind around this portion of it, it makes absolute sense to me. Um, There's something about it that it grabbed my spirit, and I was able to bear witness with it that, oh, my goodness, another level of understanding so that we could be that much more specific as we are um, as we are uh, gathering our tools, uh, uh, you know, to be able to be uh, well fortified and strategic in what we do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real, because that's what it's really about. It's really, um, it, he said, I will give you really ideas and inventions to get wealth, right? So he gives us um, the thought process or the mentality to surround uh, the action, right? Now, get this, Second Kings 4 and 7. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go and sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons can live off the rest. You guys remember the story. Of course, you'd have to back up uh, and read that full chapter. Second Kings, uh, actually, it'll start, I think, in Third Kings. I mean, uh, in I'm sorry, Second Kings, the third chapter. You read that whole chapter um, where he said, "Go and get what you already have, right? Collect what you as much as you can, and then trade it to sustain yourself." Right? She was at the the end of her rope. Right, she was at the the crux of it. No different than the woman who said, "I'm gonna make." Uh, Elisha said, "Go, go and make me a cake." Get this, right? And so she said, "I listen. I ain't got nothing but what I got, and I'm about to feed me and my kid." He said, "No, no, no. Give me mine first. What she did was she exchanged her just enough for his abundance. Right, so for the blessing that was on his life, because she honored the man of God first, there was an exchange of power that happened. What you'll start to understand as time goes on, and the closer you begin to walk with God, and the deeper you begin to go under the surface of it all, you'll start to see all we are doing is changing our intellect, changing our understanding. Every single transformation happens in the mind first. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So the trading floor is not only uh, a place where we get wealth, it's a place where we get free. So there are bondages that we have, iniquitous bondage, a transgressional bondage, and sin bondage. So we exchange our nature for the nature, for the ideas, for the understanding, for the intellect of who God is. It's a decision, right? So when you go to the store, you decide to buy a loaf of bread. Don't nobody come and run up on you and say, here, this is bread, you going to buy it. You go, you pick it up, you put it in your basket, then you give the teller money in exchange for the goods that you just purchased. I just want to know what you buying these days. What you what you around here trading? Do you have a whole boyfriend or a whole girlfriend in exchange for some company? When, in fact, all we ever have to do is wait on God, wait, wait, I say, on the Lord. Our waiting is a form of exchange, right? Our patience is a form of exchange. 
right? So every single thing we do has trading rights to it. Does that make sense? Amen. Any, anybody have any questions, comments, commentary around what I just said? Anybody? Uh, good morning, Sister Dion. Hey, uh, Brother Jeff. I, I, I just want to say thank you for pointing out uh, that poverty spirit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and settling, I, I, you know, earlier in the week when you was teaching, uh, God had me to write it down. You know, I I I press the uh, the microphone on my phone and, and I text it to myself that I mm-hmm. will no longer settle for mediocrity living. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. that, that, that 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 I just want to say thank you for teaching on that. That poverty spirit. That, that's all I got to say. That's good stuff, Brother Jeff. Listen, I'm I'm tired. I ain't living another day in poverty or with a poverty mentality. I will never ever again adhere to my atmosphere. I will never bow down to what I think I see. My father is a whole king, and not just a king. He is the king. He own all this, honey. I, I don't have to deal with no lack if I don't want to. That's stupid. <laughs> now when I got access to everything, come on, man. Enough is enough. Sick of it. It takes me and Sabrina to say sick of it. Sick of it, honey. Amen. Anybody else? Um, okay, I heard Catherine and I heard one more person. Who else was that? Sabrina. Amen. In that order, go ahead, Catherine, and then Yeah, um, I did uh, what, what uh, Brother Jeff was saying because you know some of that stuff you were saying. I was like, wow, that's me. Oh my God, Lord help. You know, um, you just you don't you you know. I mean, I knew that um, control spirit and um, manipulation spirit was was a, a part of something. In my bloodline, wait, my kids, excuse me, hold on. In my bloodline, but the way you broke it down today, it's just like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know it like that. You know, I didn't know that was a part of it, of my character and actions, the way I do things, and the money situation. Man, you hit me up on that one. Thank you. Good stuff. Thank you for sharing and thank you for your transparency. Um, and, and you are not by yourself. We don't we don't know what we don't know um, until we find out what we didn't know. That's all, right? It's nothing. That, um, yeah, the enemy will try to guilt us about what we didn't know, but we didn't know. I didn't know. I, you know, um, I don't I don't know. I think uh, more than for me, just my bloodline stuff, more than poverty. Um, it was more haughty or high minded. Um, my, you know, my grandmother, even though she didn't have a whole bunch, she wasn't lacking nothing. And she was not afraid to, to say that. Amen. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trina. For me, um, first of all, I want to say thank you um, for breaking it down also. Um, the, the main, those are the main two in my gut. I have the poverty and uh, 
controlling the oh Jezebel spirit. I didn't know about that. All the witchcraft mm-hmm. and and all that. So I just want to say thank you for breaking it down. Also for those two, those two are the main. I think uh, in my bloodline. Mhm. Those are the most common. I think that's why the teaching started with those. Those are the ones that are most most prevalent and more you know, um, visible in, especially in African-American communities amongst women, big time, that, especially that, and, and I won't say it's just women, but you, you see it more dominantly in, in women in African-American church. So, amen. Thank you for your transparency and for sharing. Uh, anybody else? Was there someone else that was trying to share? I don't Go know why for me, Ty. Go Good ahead, Tammy. Um, I don't know why for me. I keep getting the tithing part. You just mentioned it real briefly um, earlier on the call, but uh, boy, God just continues to remind me as I live that um, He just, you know, and tying it to that poverty mindset. I just can't. I mm-hmm. I'm one who can speak out and say every time I tithe and when I fall off a of tithing, it's not like intentional. It might be because I haven't gone to church or I haven't like consciously thought about it. Um, like I, you know, will be better in the future. But um, when I do, there's just an overflow of um, of wealth. Um, whatever you want to call, you know, whatever you want to call it, that's all I can put on the words to it is like wealth that he just overflows me with um, wealth. So I don't know if anyone has not tithed or even just put something out there in the name of Jesus and just praying that God will bless it. I'm telling you, he blesses it and he comes back and blesses me more with it. So um just wanted to share that. Good stuff. Amen. I, and I agree. I agree. The more the more I give, um, the more he opens doors. So um, that's been my experience. And not, not just in tithe, but also in offering. It could be um, to somebody, you know, just in passing or somebody that's going through something and you make provision. Is there somebody else that's trying to share? Go ahead. Yes. Um, this is Carla. Um, God just kept saying, give me joy for sorrow. But then he was saying freedom. He said there's freedom. And see, we have to remember that the enemy continuously comes, right, to kill, steal, and destroy. So every time you hear something that God is speaking, we got to speak out. You have to share it because we overcome by our testimony. So yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just so grateful. Just, I mean, just hearing every time when he says there's joy and then there's that laughter that comes and you're just like so happy, you know, because mm-hmm. there's freedom in all of that, right? And so we all have to remember, say, that there's freedom. Everything that you're releasing right now is freedom in it. It's so much freedom. That's all I got to say. I'm going to be quiet because you know I'll keep going, y'all. <laughs> have a blessed morning. Good stuff, Carla. Thank you for that. And you are absolutely accurate. And that is scripture-based. He said he would give us beauty for ashes. Hallelujah. Uh, The spirit of joy for mourning. And so um, we can count on that to be true because God can't lie, child. Period. Dot, dot. Period. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Hey, this is Barbara Lodi. Hey, Barbara Lodi, girl. 
Yeah, I wanted to talk about tithing a little bit. Um, With everything that's going on, I've been struggling in which way to give uh, the 10%. Mm -hmm. The last time I I got paid, I I gave to um, some hurt, some natural disaster uh, people, people who were in need, and I knew that they were in need. Does it matter? Do you think God cares what you do with the 10%? Does it have to go to your church home? It has to go to where you are getting fed or where, where their storehouse offering goes to disaster relief. There's a difference between tithe and offering. Your tithe is that tenth, because the word says bring all the tithe to the storehouse. So the storehouse, so that there may be meat in my house. Um, now, there are times where um, I will give my tithe, not necessarily to my church, but to a church that I know or a ministry that I know is feeding me and is taking care of the needs of the people. It's really not my business what they do with the tithe after I give it. Um, but the storehouse is your your local ministry, according to what the word says. Now, I will give offering um, uh, quite quite frequently to people who need it. You know, um, but but I believe that this, I'll say this, when you have a prayer life, um, I believe you can ask God direct questions and he'll give you precise answers. I don't think that he holds or harbors anything from us. He will answer whatever it is that you ask him. Have you asked him what he wants you to do with the tithe? That's important. Amen. He ain't okay. look. He ain't slow. Cause, cause if you if you feel any conviction about where you gave it, you gave it wrong. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you feel some kind of weight, that's what we got the Holy Spirit for. The Holy Spirit will right. So according to John fourteen twenty six, and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things, even if you've not. Because all things are lawful, but not expedient. You have to be careful that you are following the leading of the Holy Spirit in every element of your life. And he 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 be super clear. Like when I do something out of pocket, immediately I get that doo doo. You know that <laughs> it's like it's like somebody hit my blinker. Like, dude, I'd be like, uh oh, that that was that was not right. You know, and it gives you room to reel it back. So that's mm-hmm. all just ask. He ain't he ain't crazy. And he know <laughs> you wanna know. And especially when you really have a, a heart to do the will of the father. You know, he won't he won't leave you um in the dark about anything. You his kid. You know, he'll ask your father anything, he will tell you because he wants you to win, you know. So we don't ever want to do anything that dishonors um, the instruction that he's given us um, because we're struggling with who shot John. That ain't none of your business. Your only responsibility is to do um, what God tells you to do. So you let the other people get in trouble for the stuff they're not doing right. That ain't your business. Don't trip. I don't even be tripping, you know? Okay, well, I'll just pray about it and just... Uh, That's it. it. And, and just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's it. Don't And don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up about it if you did it wrong. And you know, you you know, because you know we feel it when we did something wrong. We'd be like, ooh, 
It's just don't do, don't do that again. Oh, oh my God, Saint Jude. But but don't but don't yeah. I mean, no doubt. But that's where your offering comes in. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where you you sow what's excess outside of what is necessary for kingdom living and kingdom thriving. We're responsible for that. It's our job to make sure no matter what they're doing, as long as we do what we're supposed to do, you know, that's that's the part right there. Just make sure you're doing your piece. Amen. Amen. My pleasure. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Hi. Hey, I got some stuff. Look, I just, I sometimes you just don't, I'm doing good, thank you. Sometimes you just don't even want to go to work because you just want to sit there and get in the books and start opening up stuff and be looking. And I listen. (laughs) You know we'll do it. You know we'll do it. I'm like, "Mm, excuse me, I gotta step out. I gotta step out of life for a minute. Listen. That tithing thing, I had to learn how to come out of the net and go back to the growth. But I had been taught that. I had to be taught that. I didn't know. So it was easier to do it the other way until I had been taught. And then God dealt with me. And then I tell you, you cannot be God's giving. And for those of you that have a hang up with Old Testament tithing, we've said it before, but check it out. In the book of Acts, New Testament tithing, if you think the Old Testament's under the law, great. Well, New Testament tithing is they gave everything. So that there would be right, nobody in the right. <laughs> right. So I'd rather go on and back they to the divided tent. it so everybody <laughs> had stuff. Right. So nobody was in lag, right? Check it out. Book of Acts. So I'd rather stay with the tenth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Here's your and 10%. Then, you know, Dad. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yes. And then you know what? He even tells us to be stewards over that 90 that we do have left. Responsible stewards. So I get that. And I've learned so much about finances through watching my father. And he wasn't even looking at it from a biblical perspective. Um, but somewhere he learned it. And so I learned some really great things. But then I had to take the initiative to go out and listen to Dave Ramsey and Susie or- Susan Orman and other people about finances and exchanges. So check this out. When you were talking about this, I have been reading some things. And there is a such thing as um, the um, when we're talking about the courts of heaven, there are certain voices that speak in heaven. And one of the voices is the voice of finances. I got a Bible for you, so hold on, right? It says, our giving of finances has great weight and authority when they come into agreement with heaven's desires and intent. So go look at Cornelius, right? Cornelius over in the book of Acts, when he gave of his alms and he had free will been giving, his prayers had been answered. And when the angel appeared to him and had a conversation with him, he was like, let me read it. Acts 10 and 4. Cornelius stated and stared at him in fear because this is an angel appearing to him. He said, what is it, Lord? And he asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Listen, he paying attention. Right. And so here, check this out. When you talk about exchanges, think about all the terms in the Bible. I just started writing stuff down. So because finances have a voice, there is reaping and sowing. There's giving and receiving. There is seed, time, and harvest. All of those are exchanges. Exchanges. Those are trading floors. Trading floors. (laughs) Listen, we got game, y'all. We got game in this thing. Trading it ain't, it ain't no joke. It ain't made up. At all. It's, <laughs> it's so just connecting the dots. I just was like, right? oh, 
I've been asleep all the time. I love time. it. You're kidding me. Right. Straight game. But like Tanya said, I didn't even know some of these things I had been doing because I had sown into ministries without even saying nothing, but I knew that it was attached to something and I had no idea what it said in motion. I'm just grateful to God. Mm-hmm. Grateful to God about listen, what he has allowed. Yeah. Listen, let me let me tell y'all something. Um, this is this is off the record. Baby, she she got so much coming just on being a blessing to me, like when I, I couldn't do nothing. When I tell you that, that Lisa Porter, <laughs> <laughs> y'all like that noise? <laughs> when I say that when Lisa I Porter. When I tell you, God is faithful. <laughs> oh, my God. And he ain't done. He is so faithful, Listen, but he's not done. Thank you. But, but when I say Thank she you, got Jesus. it coming back, like on on levels, but I, I, it's so it's so many people that have been a blessing to my life, um, like during the hardest season of my life, and I don't take it for granted. But I'm grateful that they're giving their testimonies um, of, and they never say a word. Just me saying it. Um, I, I'm excited about um, back pay. Right, because I believe there's some interest uh, on that principal investment um, that is coming because of their faithfulness. And just like for real, y'all, I mean, like even down to some groceries, like I've had had moments um, and I'm I'm absolutely unashamed to talk about it today. I'm just grateful to God that he put the kind of people around me that would not just go into me, but believe in me when I did not believe in me. How about that? I'm excited about um, what what the reaping is going to look like for uh, just just sowing into me. So you know, for each of you that have, I just pray that God blow your mind with the give back peace, honey. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Yeah. And I, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't dropping no lugs. Don't I don't care if it was two dollars. I don't care if it was eight dollars. Thank you. I don't I don't take it lightly at all. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Amen. Well, praise hallelujah. Um, we will continue this dialogue Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, there's a lot more to it, um, a lot of stuff that doesn't have anything to do with finances or Jezebel. Um, I guarantee you, uh, you'll walk away more armed than you were um, to begin with. Amen. Um, so if there's nothing else, I'm gonna. It's almost eight o'clock anyway, so we're not giving back a whole bunch of time, but we're giving back some. And uh, we will meet you. Anybody got anything before we hang the call up? Anybody? Hello. Good morning. Can you hear me? We can. Hi. This is Denise Woodward. And I just want to say thank you. Hey, um, just thank you for, you know, your commitment to growing and just becoming all that God has uh, destined, predestined for you to be, because it's helping me to be who I'm predestined to be. And I've, I've been on the call for maybe about, I don't know, two and a half, three weeks now. Amen. And Amen. I mean, everything just makes so much sense. All the teachings. Um, about the courts of heaven and I've been praying for my family specifically um, because I'm the only one out of my siblings that are saved 
that is safe. And, um, you know, for a long time, it felt like such a burden to continue to pray for them for, um, cause it's been like over, it's been a long time, almost 20 years, right. That I've been uh-huh. saved. And so, um, you know, I just kept wondering like, why, why God, why, you know, can't I reach them? Why, um, is it so hard? And so, um, when I got on the first call and I heard about, um, you know, sins and iniquities and transgressions from our bloodline and, um, it was just like, whoa, you know, this makes sense because I felt like there was something else that I I didn't have, information that I didn't have um, that I knew had to be out there because, you know, I'm a person that is, I'm seeking the truth. You know, I always feel, I don't feel satisfied. You know, I, I go to church, I hear the word, but I'm like, there's something else. I'm, I'm still missing some key information that I need so I can be free and my family can be free and anybody attached to me can be free. Right. And so, um, you know, I've been taking it all in. I've been, you know, going back, listening to the recordings and um, going back and reading the scriptures. And last night I was talking to my aunt. We were leaving um, choir rehearsal and we just got to talking about our family. And I started to kind of share with her some of the um, information about the courts of heaven that I've been learning. And I wasn't really trying to share it with her because I haven't really shared it with anybody. But Uh God just kind of poured it out of me. And she, like, woke up and was like, wait a minute. This is stuff that I've been thinking about. And I've been knowing that there's something else going on holding our family back because our family doesn't Uh really connect or get together mm-hmm. on a regular basis. There's like something that's really hindering us just being a family and being connected um, in that way. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I get home last night, I, I pray, I go to sleep and I wake up and I, God is like, get down on your knees. So I get on my knees and I just start praying. And then God starts giving me all of this, like, I guess it's um, sins and iniquities from my bloodline, so I just started to write it Hallelujah. down. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I wrote down so much stuff, it almost scared me, and I got a little freaked out. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, wait a minute, God. And so he said, don't be scared. You know, you have to deal with these things. Wow. And so now I'm like, okay, so what do I do with all of this that God poured out and had me to write down? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the next step is. I know we've been that, talking about hearing your case mm-hmm. and all of that, but I'm still kind of mm-hmm. learning it and trying to, you know, grasp it. Look, we we learn it together, girl. Don't feel no kind of way. That that's where your your script comes in, and you start to um, number one. Well, listen, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stop because we'll go into a whole nother teaching. So let me. I'll just put it to you like this. Be on the call Monday. <laughs> okay. Be on okay. the call Monday, and and don't hesitate to invite your aunt. Okay. Tell her to jump on. Look, we ain't gonna bite. And she, listen, she don't have to take my word for it. She ain't got to believe me. She can read. Okay, I'll do that. Just, yeah, invite her. Nothing, nothing beats a fail but a try. That's what I heard. That's what I've learned to be true. And um. And we just start walking you through, literally, the confession, um, 
decide lock my door when you come out. We go through, we're going to go through renunciations. We're going to go through the entire thing um, collectively, right? And we are actually, I'm making plans. Where, where are you located, Denise? What city? I'm in El Cervantes, but I work in Oakland. Okay, well, you're local. That's what I'm saying. So we're preparing for the local people to actually have a home delivery service. I'm I'm working on the background. So, you know, start preparing your heart and your mind for that. We can actually experience some of that liberty together. We'll go through some disavowing and some renunciations and some, you know, some things that will help you and arm you because you don't have to do it with us. Right? This is not a secret society. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone can have access to this. So, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Thank you for opening your mouth this morning and letting us know you're here. We're glad to have you. Um, Excited about your future. Excited about what God is doing. Um, Just in total. You know? Because we will be the ones to carry it forward. That's our job. That's our job, right? When you know better, you do better. So that's all. I'm tired of being bound up, honey, and locked up and tired of the devil is alive. I want out. Amen. I want all my freedom. Yes. Amen. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for the love. Absolutely. 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 Amen. Amen, y'all. Anybody else? Come on. We had two new sounds this morning. Come on, Jesus. Do your good work. He did his good preaching this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's it's not a new voice, but it's it's a new person, Priscilla. And I just want to say thank you for the sister who just spoke out. Um, she was speaking my heart. I was told my mother passed away about four years ago, and she was the matriarch of the family. And basically everyone came together because of her. Um, and she was able to pull everybody together. But I was told um, this year that I was the one, that I was the one that was going to be able to help get the family back together. And they also said to me, and I knew they heard from God, they said, Sister Priscilla, I know you don't want to be. I know you don't want to do it. Um, But you absolutely are the one. And they were absolutely correct. I And then I've been, my question and my cry to the Lord has been, how do I do this? I want to be obedient to you. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. You know I don't. But I will do it because you've asked of me to do it. And so I'm the one. And I, I, I have a sense that it's linking to so many other things, deliverance for myself, deliverance in my family, Um it's linking to so much. There's a lot of this that I don't understand, but I, I desperately want to understand because like the sister said, you know, I'm missing something. I don't know what that something is, but I know I'm missing something. Um, and there's, I, I feel like what others have expressed, I want my freedom. I want my liberty. I don't want to be bound anymore. I want exactly what the Lord says I'm supposed to have. That's what I want, and that's what I want to walk in and live. And so I'm just very grateful. Again, I still see myself dancing, even though I'm not there yet. And I'm just so grateful for this. So I heard her say, I've been listening to 
the websites or the webcasts or something where she's going to and listening to the teachings, what is that link? I don't know. So and I would love to there, You can just go to your Play Store and download the Declare Victory app. Okay. We got the nerve to have an app for some freedom, girl. Works <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yes, ma'am. That's it. You just go download the app. And... Yes, Brother Jeff, I hear you back there, sir. Yeah, you, you're going to hear a lot of these high school students in the background, too. But I want to thank those two ladies that uh, shared because God, you know, he, he when he speaks to me and let me know uh, the areas, you know, like I, I experienced the same thing, okay? I know that there's something more, right? Uh, and I know I, I'm, I'm in a ministry where I receive the word. You know, I'm being taught the word at actual gospel. But God has said to me, he said, Jeff, what it is that you're missing is trusting me on a deeper level. Jeff, I need you to surrender all and trust me. And that's what it is that I'm missing, a total a uh, 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 surrender on a deeper level and trusting in him and his word. That's Jeff's problem. Amen. I think that's a that's a universal problem, Jeff. And I think we, we don't trust him until we don't have no other choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, till, till we get into the, what I call, or my granny would call the thick of it. <laughs> where you get to the point where it's the trust God or die. That's where I had to get to. Um, right. Let me just say, let me just say, Sister Dion, that's where I am. I yeah, yeah. Trust no, no, no. Life. I felt like I was gonna die. Like if yes. I didn't do yes. this, I was gonna. And I knew yes. it. Yes. I knew it. Mm -hmm. I knew it to the degree that somebody had a dream that they came to my funeral. How about that? Scared the mm. Jesus out of me. And I, I knew that it either I was going to go all in, you know, that old pity pat church we do. You know how we do. We be front and keep showing up Sunday singing song after song, lead church. Still got the same bad attitude we had when we got there. Honey, I got tired of that. I was yeah. like, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Enough. You hear me? That's mm -hmm. it. I hear you loud get to, to that decision where it's like it, it's either do do or die. Period. Do or die. I, and I, I, I said, I'm going to go on and do because I don't want to die. I want to live. That's all. You just, it, There's a place of desperation that you get to where can't nobody just tell you no. And you ain't going to just keep standing up here in this pulpit lying. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I need to know this for myself. So, amen. I thank God for um, they that hunger and thirst. That's where we at, hungering and thirsting. Amen. 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 Good stuff. Anybody else? Amen. Well, praise hallelujah. I pray that you would go and you would grow in love, that you would be. 
the Jesus that somebody needs to see. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's listening. And I'm praying that your liberty becomes contagious and his glory begins to fill you in such a way that every time you open up your mouth, uh, the power of our living God uh, begins to speak in and through you. Amen. So that somebody else can come into the knowledge of who our great God is. So I love you guys. Um, don't forget Friday Night Live is tonight at six o'clock. And uh, otherwise, we'll meet you right back here tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., same bat station, same bat time. God bless you all. Have a great day. You too. Hope you guys have a blessed day. Everybody. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. Everybody have a blessed, beautiful day. Have a good day.